Grab your favorite cup. We're about to pour you a glass of the most wholesome drink. Our goal is to amplify marginalized voices through subjects that matter. We will do this by discussing subjects that are uplifting, gainful, and truthful, no matter how uncomfortable they may be, in hope of gaining clarity and invoking progressive change. Of course, we'll sprinkle on some off-color topics to make our discussions more palpable. Welcome Welcome to Urban Urban Proper. Hello, hello. It is I, the cuddler, self-proclaimed queen of everything, Shisha. Hello, it is me, the destroyer of things, Darius. Welcome back. We are on episode seven, guys. Listen, episode seven. And the title of this episode is For the Culture Part Two. No, we are not recycling ideas. We just had a lot, to, a lot to say about the culture in this episode, and it was oh, only right. Wide range of things to talk about. We had to like, we were having a debate, and we're like, should we start recording? Because we were like knee deep in a debate, and I was like, wait a minute, this is content for we just started, we didn't start recording. Listen, it was getting heated. We was throwing chairs and shit. And I, was, I threw a cat. Oh my god! <laughs> Sound effects going off because I forgot I was to like, turn the shit off. What the fuck was that? <laughs> Don't worry, we opened the black box by accident. I threw that bitch too. Oh my god, the black box. So we're for the culture part two is what we're here for. What are we gonna be discussing today, Shish? Um, we're gonna talk about cancel culture. Mm-hmm. Um, we're also gonna, I mean, highlight some notable canceled people slash businesses. We're going to talk about um, black media, uh, trash TV now versus uplifting TV uh, sitcoms in the 90s. Um, We're also going to talk about um, stealing in the arts community. And we're going to highlight a couple things, a couple hot topics that's that's in the news right now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes. But let's kick it off with cancel culture. Yes. And for those who do not know what cancel culture is, it is a form of boycotting in which somebody that's usually a celebrity or a business that does something stupid once or hella um, that has shared a questionable on our, on, or an unpopular opinion on social media and is canceled. Most times it can be permanent. Sometimes it's temporary. Yeah. But we like to um, just run down a list of some notable cancellations. Yes, yes, let us. R. Kelly, aka P. Kelly, aka um, R. Pedophile. Yes. Um, he's canceled, guys. Like he done. Black need- people, let him go. Y'all don't need to step in the name of love at your wedding anymore. Listen, I mean, I know he did twelve play and had all this input and all this influence on R and B culture. But this man, beyond, beyond canceled. He is what we like to call control alt deleted. Yes, yes. He done. As fuck. Done. Um, unfortunately, everybody's great uncle Bill Cosby canceled. Very unfortunate. So unfortunate. We thought he was like Mister Rogers, and yeah. Nah, sis, we got to find us a new Mister Rogers. We, we got to find a new neighbor. Oh, we do. LeVar Burton. Sorry. <gasps> yeah. I forget about LeVar Burton. Butterfly in the sky. Yes. Read a rainbow guy. Yes. We love also, him. Also, um, 
What else did he play in? Um, he was Roots. In Roots and also uh, I can't ever remember Star, Star Trek? Trek. Star yeah. Trek, yes. Star Trek, Star Trek not yeah. Star Wars. No, no, Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Chris Brown. Chris Brown keeps going. He keeps toggling the fence of being canceled. Of course, um, I've canceled him because of the domestic violent issues that he had um, on my boo Riri. It's and it's a reoccurring theme. Yeah, and he's like very toxic. He's he very is. toxic with, yes. in regards to Karuchi. Mm-hmm. He's one of those hyper uh, toxic masculine guys that yep. is like, I can go out and do what the fuck I want to do, but bitch, you better stay here and you better take this shit. Right. Yes. Um, so sorry. Actually, not sorry on this one. You done? Yeah. Canceled. Um, Katy Perry. She likes to hop on and off the list too. Um, Miss um, cultural appropriation herself. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially those blackface shoes that uh, her team designed. Like, come on now. No. Wait the fuck up. Literally. Yes. Wait the fuck up. Stay woke. Yes. <laughs> also talking about design Gucci. Gucci, y'all done. Stop fucking stopping at Gucci, y'all. With that blackface sweater. Let Stop. them go. Oh my God. There's so many black clothing lines that you can support. There's so many just. Better fashion houses. Gucci is really gaudy to me, personally. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, one of my favorite songs by Miss Queen Herbie is called Gucci. Yeah. And I sing it all the time. Yeah. I don't really want to be buried in Gucci. But I it's a cute song. I love Gucci Mane. <laughs> we love Gucci Mane. I Man. like his glow up. His glow up was amazing. He kind of fine now. Mm-hmm. It's scary because he was so greasy and nasty back in the day. And, like, these pearly whites he got in his mouth and this six-pack. I want to know who he paid for them. I'm, I'm done with y'all. I'm gonna cancel your ass. I'm gonna cancel your ass in a Darius second. Darius, cancel for the rest of this episode. Yes. Uh, H&M for putting that little black, precious little boy in that monkey shirt. Done. Cancel. Um, Trump, Trump. I said Trump. Trump. <laughs> Trump. You ain't wrong. Trump. Trump has been canceled since the uh, Central Park Five, but yep. he's just, keeps putting his foot in his mouth. Mm-hmm. And he, um, y'all, Really showing y'all cut colors under this presidency, so yeah, um, yeah, or lack thereof. <sighs> we have no leadership whatsoever in America. None. Um, the Kardashians get rid of them. They're a notable. They're they're a notable one. I put on here. They need to be canceled. Mm-hmm. They are cultural culture vultures. Yep. Um, I don't know what the fuck Kim Kardashian is doing now. She is doing a lot of trying to do a lot of good with getting. Yeah, but uh, even within that, she's still kind of like fucking up. So yeah. somebody let the good sis know that. It's coming back a little bit. I appreciate you trying. I appreciate yeah, the effort. She just came out with a shapewear um, line, and me being a big, beautiful black and Latina woman, I am tired of these skinny bitches wearing shapewear. Mm. Um, because Kim Kardashian, you don't wear shapewear. You had your ribs removed. You had plastic surgery. So, ooh, ooh. yep. And I, ooh. and I, ooh. and moving along. Taylor Swift canceled. She was canceled in my book when she did that um, cover of September, and she very much fucking mayonnaise that shit up. I have never thought that mayonnaise had a sound. <laughs> I never thought that unseasoned chicken sang. Uh-uh. But listen, what in the unseasoned chicken Yeah. and mayonnaise soup was that? 
Now, I have a love-hate relationship with Taylor Swift. I'm not going to lie. I would consider myself a casual fan. But she's casually canceled. Oh, we also have to add Miley Cyrus on here a little bit. You know, what really pisses me off about that is nobody canceled her ass while she was doing all this shit. She was culture vulture in the fuck up. She it really was. was. She, she put out that... Miley album. was good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but why do I use that gif in response to everything all the time? <laughs> Miley, what's good? What's good? She did the whole Bangers album, which it was kind of a banger. I can't even lie. But then she released her next album and she was like, oh, I'm pure again. I don't even know what that was. And now she's I don't she's even back. know her. Who is she? <laughs> Who is she? I've never met her. And now she's back with the... Not Liam. Is Michael, it Liam? Liam Neeson. Yeah, they're married now. And she's non-binary apparently is what... Either she's non-binary or she said she's genderqueer. Something about her sexuality and gender identity is not the heteronormative, which I think is cool and awesome and yeah. great. But the good sis put out another album that is back in that bangers era mode, and I'm just like, Nicki Minaj. Just let me just the, oh, go, go, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, just, I'm just gonna bring the microphone close to me. Stop trying to rap, Miley. You can't do it. It's not. It's no. It's not for you. But apparently Miley Cyrus made it on. Mm. Like Will made it slap. But according to Nicki Minaj, but you know, she always dropping tea. Nicki always feeling She she tea. she on the break of being canceled. She she jumps back and forth on the fence as yeah, well. Yeah, she on that list too. Um Mr. Slavery was a choice himself, Kanye West. Big time canceled. Actually I canceled him after the Yeezus um mm-hmm. Album because I don't, I don't. I canceled him when he made his first clothing line that was all raggedy. Oh yeah, I don't fuck with the blasphemy shit. So, yeah, and yeah, yeah you sell, selling nine hundred dollar um, shirts with holes in it that I could do my damn stuff. Literally, all I got to do is wear my shirt to work for the one time. Yeah, holes. Um, Raven Simone. <sighs> I struggle with Raven Simone so much because in a way I agreed with what she said about being American and human. Mm-hmm. But also, don't just dis- don't just disregard. I can't talk. Disregard who you are, like your culture and yeah. And, your- and I think that was the problem with any everything because you are a person that's in the media. You are a role model to young African American girls, mm-hmm. and you were just like, I'm American. Fuck all the other shit, which. Like you said, I get it, but because we are American, mm-hmm. we actually with American culture is putting that extra label on what you are because mm-hmm. we're obsessed with categories. Of course, but I feel like it's a category that is very important. It is. It is important. It shouldn't be tucked away. Yes. Um, Bow Wow's on that list of I'm not black. I had such a crush on him when I was a kid too. He was. So, I, I had a did. thing for boys with braids to the back. Oh, but he's like a midget. I like short dudes. Well, that's the difference between the two of us. I like short black men and I like tall white men. Mm-mm-mm. That's the real team. I love all men, but I mean, especially my tall, thick black brothers mm. and my tall, thick Latino brothers. Oof. 
Anybody brown, I can get down. If you brown, if you brown, I get, get down. down. <laughs> Write it down. Putting it on a t-shirt. Trademark the fuck out of that. Uh, if you brown, we get, get down. Get down. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, Logan Paul, the YouTube sensation guy. Hella canceled. Done. Canceled. I don't even. I didn't even know who he was before he got canceled. You know what? He was actually breaking into the acting scene. Really? In yeah. B movies like those, um, what do you call those low budget films? Uh huh. We call those B movies. No, black B- movies are B movies. The black. No, B movies are like movies that aren't super high budget. So okay. like anything like like the Blob is a B movie. Okay. Yeah. So it's okay. not just a black movie. It's any movie gotcha. that's like low budget, like indie films. The more you know. Um. Yeah. Bill O'Reilly. Canceled as fuck. Oh yeah, uh-huh. Roseanne canceled her show. Canceled it just as soon as she got back on the sh- on the air. On the air, she got canceled. on the air. Listen, I just want to apologize to my boyfriend in advance for that one because he loves Roseanne. Uh-huh. There's a whole thing with that, but she canceled. Boo. She canceled as fuck. <laughs> the good sis is canceled. Yes. Um. But social media is a lot of watchdogs on social media, and they're actually. It's a good and a bad thing because sometimes they go deep, 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 like years deep. And go ahead, go ahead, go ahead finish what uh, you were gonna say. They I, go I years mean. deep in in posts and trying to find something, um, a reason to cancel someone. And I think it's it's kind of problematic because my views back in the day aren't necessarily my views right now. And you also have to take into consideration that. A lot of the people in media now mm-hmm. were teenagers or kids true. on social media. True, true. And we're saying shit that kids and teenagers say yeah. on social media. And we have to respect the fact that with new information, you can always change your opinion you, on things. I think one of my favorite, Kiki, Kiki Palmer. Uh, we talk about Kiki Palmer all the time because yes. of Southern Belle insults. Yes. <laughs> Um, but she also used to do the gag and she still does it sometimes. Yeah. And like one of my favorite ones from her was somebody tried to come come for me the other day because I was hanging out with somebody that I previous previously said I didn't like. Yeah. And she goes, But the gag is I changed my mind about the bitch. Yeah. You can change your mind. Yes. yes. You can have a change of heart. You can grow up. I could like something today and not like it in ten years, but yeah. my social media could say from ten years ago that I liked it. Yeah, just like um, we always had that conversation about um, bisexual men. Uh huh. And I really had a thing against bisexual men because I didn't understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was ignorant in the fact about it. And we've had multiple conversations on uh-huh. about it. And I was like, I just don't think, you know, because my stance was a man lays with a man, he loses his masculinity luster Mm -hmm. but with more information and educating myself my viewpoint of that has changed Mm -hmm. so might i inquire have you ever been with a bisexual man i haven't really i haven't you should get one that's fun ow i'm i'm not opposed to it that's the real thing. So on my fit, not <laughs> let me not send my coochie over the air. Listen, if you're brown, ooh, that was not good. <laughs> but yes, um, I think that all these people on the social medias that are trying to hunt people down and cancel them for whatever reason they may have, like there are some people who do need to be canceled. Yeah, and there are some people who. 
may have said something ignorant or wrong in the past and completely changed your mind. Like Kevin Hart, he said some really shitty homophobic things in he the did. past. He did. Has apologized for them several times. Yeah. And even stepped down from hosting the Oscars because of it. Yeah. I don't think he needs to be canceled. I think he has atoned for his sins and he is a changed person. And he shouldn't have to keep continuously every big gig he gets having mm-hmm. to apologize for I'm going to pull another you again. Okay. When somebody apologizes for something and shows you that they mean well, if you truly and honestly believe in them, don't make them keep apologizing. Oh. Don't keep bringing it up. Leave shit alone. End quote. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. Um. And I also want to talk about um, we just ended Pride Month. Woo! We just ended Pride Weekend in St. Louis. Ow, ow, ow. So much fun. So much fun. Oh my goodness. But Little Nas X, Mister mm-hmm. Old Town Road, Mister Hip Hop Country. If we gotta put him in the category, I am curious to see what the rest of his album sounds like. Yeah. If it's all hip hop country or if it's just hip hop from here on out. True. I'm true. curious. But he just came out um, on the queer as you know, a person of the queer spectrum. I believe bisexual. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, he's gay. He's gay. Uh, oh. From what I've read, he's gay. I've heard multiple conflicting things. I've heard bisexual. I heard pan. I've heard gay. Hmm. With the most recent one, the more the ones I've seen more frequently is bisexual. Okay, that's. But I'm not the, sure. Correct the first thing of guys. his post does sound like bisexual. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But ever since then, he's gotten some support from some like gangster, quote unquote, gangster rap um, artists. But a lot of people have been sexualizing his lyrics since he's come out. Oh, that made me that hurt me so bad. Just like they did Frank Ocean, because remember Frank Ocean came out about four, four, five yeah, years four, ago. Yeah, four five years ago as bisexual. As bisexual, mm-hmm. and a lot of people really stopped fucking with him because of that. And I'm, I'm just, I'm confused. Listen. If, their artistry has nothing to do with their sexuality. If they have a banger, they have a banger. Stop being fucking toxic masculine. I personally don't care for Old Town Road. Like, my nieces sing it all the time. It's a cute little song, whatever, but it's not my cup of tea. Mm -hmm. I love country and I love hip-hop, and it just isn't a song that I care for. Mm -hmm. However... I'm hella proud of him for having a number one song mm-hmm. for what has it been like two or three weeks now or Ooh, three or four weeks longer, longer than, than that. that yeah for stopping Taylor Swift from being number one mm-hmm. um, <laughs> um but I really appreciate his honesty and his transparency because it takes a lot even just to come out as a quote-unquote normal normal person mm-hmm. it takes a lot of gall it takes a lot of courage to come out and especially when you're in the limelight mm-hmm. and everyone's trying to find out who you are and dissecting your character your personality looking for reasons to cancel you yeah going through your trash can uh, <laughs> all type of shit um it is I, I don't understand what what people eat don't make you shit who they fuck don't make you come so right so why what's do you, the point why do you care as long as it's morally correct and it's not hurting children as long as it's not being rapey why the fuck do you care literally i think i saw a couple posts one was like was lil nas x being like old town road is literally about a horse like Mm -hmm. 
after people had been tweeting, probably tweeting at him. I know I saw a bunch of them about Brokeback Mountain shit like that. Yeah, talking about some on when he said he can't ride, he rides, he can't no more. <laughs> and they're like, oh, but well, now we know what he's talking about. He's talking about riding fucking he's horse. About riding a horse. Riding a horse is painful. Yeah. Have you ever ridden a horse? Yeah. I haven't. Yeah. But it seems painful. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. Listen. He got had him. It's just like riding it. Riding. Shut up. Listen. <laughs> no, for real. You gotta use your leg muscles. Oh dear lord. It's a workout. Me. You gotta put your back into it. You can do it with your back into the it. Back and legs into it. Oh god. Um. But yeah. yeah. Leave people the fuck alone. My goodness. Uh. Yeah, I love Frank Ocean's music though, and I a lot of his music when he first came out as an artist, not came out, came out. Mm-hmm. Um. Was heteronormative. Mm-hmm. He has that song. Was it pyramids? That wasn't that about like a woman laying in bed or something like that. Like about boots. I think pyramids was that was on the same album as Pink Matter. That was Channel ooh, Orange. That's Channel his first Orange. album. Yeah. Oh, because he had what was Novocaine? That was the EP. That was yeah. I think oh that might have come before Channel mm-hmm. Orange, but yeah, that was an EP. Yeah, that was very heteronormative, mm-hmm. but. Um, and then Blonde, I didn't get to listen. I haven't listened to all of Blonde yet, but that first song that came out from Blonde, I was like, oh my God. So good. I've listened to a couple of songs. Um, he had a song with uh, Quavo and I believe Calvin Harris or the other guy um, that I really fucked with recently. I don't know why I can't think of stuff when we're podcasting. It just like everything goes away. That's fine. Um, but moving along, right along, you want to talk about Lena? Lena Waithe? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, another notable queer um, uh, artist. She's a writer and an actor, which I didn't even know. Mm-hmm. But um, she was a writer for, uh, what's that show? It's a Netflix show. Um, but she also acted on it. And she just has kind of gotten a lot of notoriety lately for being a lesbian and being black and being mm-hmm. fucking the shit. And yeah. just, it's incredible to see that like black artists are finally getting the credit for what they're doing. Yeah, like black, especially black queer artists, because a lot. Shonda Rhimes is fantastic. Yeah, we're gonna talk about her later. As being, is she queer? She is not queer. Okay, but a black woman who has three separate shows with over a hundred episodes apiece, um, and that's a hundred episodes per show and not just 100 episodes between the yeah, three. Yeah, and that's a big landmark. That's huge. And Lena Waithe is on her way to being the exact, on the exact yeah. level of Shonda Rhimes. And I think that's just incredible. Yeah. And um, while talking about, we kind of got into the next topic, but black media. Um, I'm excited to talk about this. Yeah, and it's a trend that I've noticed and I'm pretty sure if you haven't noticed then you just are programmed for the bullshit. Um, but how media has shifted from how it was in, um, well, I'm, I'm a nineties kid. I'm a, I'm a millennial, so mm-hmm. I can only go from what I watch. So yeah. from the nineties until now, um, there used to be a lot of wholesome TV shows like family matters, fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Moesha, girlfriends living single. I can keep going on and on and on. On and on and on and on. But they showed black families together, positive role models, morals, ethics, promotion of education, promotion of HBCUs. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like 
in a way we're trying to get back to that. Yeah. Slowly. Because we have shows like Blackish and Grownish. Yeah. Um, we have shows like uh, even How to Get Away with Murder, which isn't necessarily promoting anything positive for black no. people. No. <laughs> but it is, show, yeah. it does show a woman, a notable black woman in power. You know, Viola Davis plays Annalise Keating, who is like the number one lawyer and professor at the school that she's teaching at. And like, she so. She is a force Queen Viola Davis, first of all. Yes. That's how we address her. Sorry, yes, Queen Viola. Sorry. Queen Viola Davis, excuse you. Oh, my bad. Peasantry. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like, especially with shows like Grownish and Blackish, we yeah. are trying to get back into that. But the thing is, those shows, in comparison to like, um, what was that show that came out with Terrence Howard? I can't think of it right now. Um, Recently? Empire. Mm-hmm. Empire. When you when you put those pin those against Empire and Power and those shows that have the drama, the messiness, people tend to side on the side of drama. True. This is very. And true. some of those more positive shows kind of fall to the right wayside. Um, like the Carmichael show was uh, canceled. Um, there's been a few positive black shows that have gone through the ringer um, because that's not really what's popular nowadays and that's not what has been shown to us yeah in the past and i think it's that's kind of why a lot of racial issues have kicked back i mean it never went away Mm -hmm. but i think the putting the stereotype of black people black america and reiterating that stereotype over and over and over and over and over again is teaching the younger generations the same bullshit as the people that came before them. Yes, I would 100% agree with that. Yeah. And I think we really do need to get back to shows that show a positive family dynamic, mm-hmm. show a positive um, home life, even if it's not you know a mother and a father in the situation, even if it's just a single dad or a mm-hmm. single mom or mm-hmm. two moms and two dads yeah. or... A, a whole entire adoptive family like or like a co-parenting like sister sister they weren't together um jack a and um the dad i can't think of his name his name yeah. escapes me mm-hmm, um but they weren't together for most of the show i mean they did kind of get romantic towards the end of the series um but they were co-parenting um it was a lot of positive life a lot of life lessons mm-hmm. um my wife and kids smart guy hanging with mr cooper my brothers and sister, my brothers and sister used to call me smart guy all the time because yeah. I looked a lot like him when I was a Are kid. Are my brother and me. That was a... Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Amanda Sills was on that show when she was younger. Was she really? Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. That was Amanda Sills. Um, it sure in the fuck was. Yeah. The Parkers. The Parkers kind of dabbled a bit of being a little messy and kind of back in the stereotype of the loud, crazy, black woman but, um, but it overall showed, it did show a positive mother daughter relationship yeah. which is something that is going back to school her mom was well, going back to school exactly yeah yeah um the steve harvey show mm-hmm. Kenan and kill the jeffersons good times um and you also want to talk about the boondocks i want to talk about the boondocks because i wanted round one fight <laughs> <laughs> i will be open and admit that I was not a fan of the Boondocks. Boo! And I gave it a fair try. Mm-hmm. I did. And there were several episodes that I actually did really enjoy. Mm-hmm. And what did it for me was realizing that the Boondocks was anime. Okay. And 
for those of you who don't know, anime is like Japanese um, cartoons and things like Naruto, and I'm not gonna nerd out on this podcast. Oh, nerd so. out! So your over fly your <laughs> urban proper flag, bitch. Uh, but things like like Naruto and Bleach and One Punch Man and all that shit, like all of that's anime. And if you watch one episode of an anime, a true anime, mm-hmm. and you watch uh, the Boondocks, yeah, it's the same thing. It's just anime, yeah. but black culture, yeah. and I. With that understanding, I feel like I can go back and watch it okay. and be like, oh, that's why this is what the way it is. Okay. But really watching it, I felt like it was like a negative stereotype. I felt like it really was showing a negative See, viewpoint of black people. What I liked about the Boondocks, it was the epitome of urban proper. You had Huey that was conscious. He was very into the arts, the books, educating himself, educating those around him. And then you had Riley that was like super into the um, <laughs> toxic masculine hip hop culture, yeah, homophobic hip hop culture. And then you had Tom, the um, Uncle Tom. Like Tom. <laughs> and then you had the Uncle Ruckus ass nigga. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I think it was, it was, it kind of shined a light on both sides of the fence of being black and the black experience. Yes, it was a lot of stereotypes that kind of wasn't I just was idea. so mad about it yeah. I was so mad about the show I was like why would they even produce a show like this like, you know they're, they're in the works of coming back I know yeah. and I'm excited, I'm excited for that yeah. I'm excited for it to see where it is in 2019 yeah. and also I'm gonna go back as a grown ass man and watch it and be like I okay. mean it's for the culture though cause you had Tom in the reins um, singing Let It Burn <coughs> <coughs> You had uh, a pimp named Slickback. I remember a pimp named Sl- Slickback. Yeah. And that shit was funny as hell. Yeah, what was that rapper that was on there? The, the down low rapper. I can't think of his name. Oh my God. It's yeah, told Lil Riley person. Hart the fuck up. I remember um, one episode I remember specifically is like the guy who, he was like a politician or some shit and he was running for office and he got arrested and he was so scared of being raped in jail. No, that was Tom. That was Tom? Yeah, Okay, Tom. yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, he, he was, was like terrified of like uh, butt, butt sex. sex. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. so afraid. And I just remember that episode and laughing so Yeah, you had then. these super white rich kids that wanted to be black for, so, for like with everything. Every fiber they be and they wanted to be fucking black and I think Samuel Jackson was it Samuel Jackson that voiced the character? I don't know. But yeah that was it highlighted a lot of things that happened in black culture. So yes some some things were very negative but I think overall I loved it. I want to I'm going to go back and watch it. I just wanted to talk about it because I wanted black people to know that y'all like anime. Y'all like anime? Y'all little nerds up here? And guess what y'all boo Michael B. Jordan? Love anime. Mm. Megan the Stallion, Stallion. <laughs> loves anime. You so, know, that's my boo. Listen. Yes. But on uh, the subject of black media, we just want to throw out some names. I know we missed a few. I'm just going to throw out Alfre Woodard while I'm thinking about her, which I have a love hate relationship with her. But she Why, y'all? I think it's because a role she played on Desperate Housewives that shook the fuck out of me. I never watched the show. She was the... I think she came before um, Vanessa Williams was on the show. So she was the first black Mm. character on the show. Okay. And she had her son locked up in the basement. She was real crazy. She was real problematic. And it pissed me the fuck off. 
So I think ever since then I have been very unforgiving with Alfred Woodard, but she is an amazing. She is she's so an amazing actress. She has she such is. a broad range. Oh, Lynn Whitfield. Oh, oh my God! From um, a thin line between love and hate, playing a crazy, bougie black woman. I feel like she kind of got has gotten typecast as a bougie black woman. I mean, she breathes that into. Oh yeah, into her current role on. Um, um, oh my goodness! What is Empire, that show called? Right? No, not Empire. It's uh, it's with Keith David. Um, I don't watch TV. You have to remember this, so I don't. Oh my God, Greenfield, Greenfield. Oh yeah, yeah. you were telling me about yeah, that. Yeah, that it's show is. It's on Netflix, isn't it? It is. Greenleaf. Greenleaf. Yeah, you're Greenleaf. right. Yeah, Greenleaf. Yeah, yeah. yeah. my yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're not the only person that's told me about that. A couple. Of yeah, you need to watch that. I yeah. need to watch a lot. But yeah, um, Jennifer Lewis, who is the mother slash now grandmother of all of Black Hollywood. Yes. She's also a St. Louis, Missouri native. Yep, yep, yep. She grew up in Kenlock. Yep. Mm. Back when Kenlock was not Kenlock, but oh, okay. it is today. Okay. <laughs> um, Miss Jack Hay Harris Jack herself, Harris. the queen, also in her own right, that seems to be aging backwards. Miss Angela Bassett with the Angela badass body, Bassett, banging body, banging face, banging talent. She, I can I just talk well, about Angela Bassett? Go for a ahead. Angela Bassett is. Quite possibly the most inspiring actor that I've ever seen in my life, and I, I agree. And I say that as an actor, as a person who who loves to play, put on these roles and transform into these different people. I have never seen her play the same character ever, ever. She is the one actor in Hollywood who has never been typecast, has never played the same role. And you know me, I love Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep is my bitch. I get down. I uh-huh. fuck with Meryl Streep. Mm-hmm. Tough. I do too. But Angela Bassett is like she just transcends. She does. She is. First of all, Angela Bassett. I know the probability of you listening to this is very slim. I'm listening to them. But in the case you do, I need to know a few things. <laughs> okay. One. What is your skin routine? Skincare routine. Second of all, what is your diet and exercise plan? Because <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Um, when I hit sixty and above, if I don't look like you, I'm gonna be real upset. Mm-hmm. Same. Because I'm gonna be snatching these look. I'm gonna be a cougar with my claws and teeth and something. So I need the Angela Bassett workout plan, please. The Angela Bassett life plan, just or the or the um, the Megan Thee Stallion, because she's just mm. don't get me started. Anyway, let me she, stay on. T- Angela on Bassett is just yes. If they're ever grace, if the gods were real, the gods of Egypt were real, and the muses of arts, she is that is her. Yeah, she is the embodiment. Yes, of Greek iconography of muses and gods. And yes, gods. she is that. Yes. Um. Also, she needs. First of all, for what's love got to do with it, she should have got a fucking Oscar. Mm-hmm, absolutely. She needs a honorary Oscar. Go on and get the good Make it happen. Out. Fuck fuck the Meryl Streep issue. Angela Bassett needs it. Deserves it. She deserves it. Deserves it. 100%. Yes. Now, Meryl Streep, she's the bad bitch in her own right. I love her. But, Angela Bassett. Anyway. Lawrence Fishburne. 
Yes. Um, Samuel Jackson. Uh-huh. The motherfucker of Hollywood. The motherfucker of Hollywood. <laughs> I just watched Shaft last night. The new one or the old one? The new one. It was, was more it? campy than the one that he played in in yeah. the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. But it was good and it's all right. It had the, some funny shit in there. Yeah. Um, I, it, it's a kick back and, and watch it okay. with, the, with the little cup of uh, whiskey on oh, the side or yeah. a little, you know. A little nightcap. Yeah. You know, Ooh, okay. Um, Denzel Washington, yes, Mr. Original Sex hey, Swag himself. Denzel, I know the probability of you listening to this is very low as well. Mm-hmm. However, I know you are currently producing all 10 of August Wilson's plays. You were incredible in Fences, might I add. Um, I was in a production of The Piano Lesson, and I'm just letting you know that I'm ready whenever you're ready to throw that up. Okay? Well, you need to be stalking your social media. Because, <laughs> listen. Yes. And then, so, watch the tip. Um, hook me up with one of your sons. Um. <laughs> I'm hollering. I can't stand me. Um, actually, we need to backtrack after this list, but um, Viola, Queen of Viola Davis. Queen She's another. Another very she I think she's the only actress to win the Tony um the what's the trifecta? Oh um, the trifecta of the, the awards, the the it's plays like and hmm. I know there's the EGOT, which is Emmy, Grammy, Oscar and Tony. I think so. And Whoopi Goldberg is the first black yeah, woman the first, to okay. win that. I don't think I think she's on that list or I think she has two of the three. I think, I think. she's got two of the three. Yeah. I know yeah. she has an Oscar. I know she has an Emmy. I don't know that she's been even nominated for a Grammy just yet. Because Grammy? Grammy is music. Yeah. Um, and I think she might have been nominated for a Tony. I'm not quite sure. Mm. But I know she's on her way. Um, Taraji P. Henson. Who was doing incredible things. She has as well as Jennifer up. Lewis for yeah. uh, mental health in the black community. Oh, yes. 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 Shout out. Mm-hmm. Shout out to bringing recognition to that. I yes. did see that, that clip. Um, also, Sanaya Lathan, Miss yeah, um, Queen of rom coms, mm-hmm. black rom coms, um, Terrence Howard, Tate Diggs, Morris Chestnut, Michael Ely, mm. um, Tyler Perry, um, more recent shiny people, shine, well, people that have got shy, mm-hmm. um, Lapita, um, of course, we talked about Shonda Rhimes earlier, yes. um, Denai. Um, Chadwick Boseman, mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy, mm-hmm. Ice Cube, yes. um, Chris Tucker, yes. Issa Rae, yes. Queen Latifah, yes. Whoopi, Whoopi Goldberg, Oprah, Danny Glover, Danny Newton, Chris Summer, Rosario Dawson, which is Afro-Latina. Will you, for a second, deviate just a little bit and explain what Afro-Latina means? Because we've mentioned it several times. Let's have a moment of... Clarity. Clarity. Okay, so there is the term Afro-Latina, which is new to a lot of people. It's new to the mainstream audience, um, which black people were dropped off everywhere during the slave trade. Everywhere. Everywhere. Um, More black people were dropped off in Brazil than anywhere else um, in the Caribbean. We're all over the place. You can't get rid of black people. Mm-hmm. Um, but Afro-Latino is someone that is of African origin that is born in a Latin country. Also, there also is the, um, it's kind of like an interchangeable term, also someone that has an African-American background and a Latino 
background like myself. Like my mother is African American and my father was Puerto Rican. Um, so yeah, that's Afro Latino. There you go. The more you or Latinx, how I say that, you know, yeah. Latino, Latina, whatever. Yeah. And it's a lot of people that um, you know are using that term more um, nowadays, and just because you see in the media the European-looking Latino people doesn't mean they're Those dark. Are the only yeah, ones. yeah. There's Black Cubans, there's Black Puerto Ricans, there's Black Dominicans. Shit, people people <laughs> consider the Dominicans the blacks, the Black Latinos of of everything. So I mean. Yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, moving along, along um, Cicely Tyson, yeah. of course, um, the great grandmother of the, Hollywood, who is ninety and still kicking yes. it. Yes, looking like she's sixty. I need your skincare uh, routine as well. Okay. Um, let's go talk about Martin Lawrence, James Earl Jones, the voice of Hollywood. Yes, um, Bernie Mac, which I don't know. Why is it okay? Cedric the Entertainer, who was from St. Louis, yes, Nia Long, LeVar Burton, which we mentioned earlier, Mr. Lorenz Tate, which keeps getting finer and finer with each breath he takes. Ugh, Lord Jesus, he was fine as fuck in Love Jones. Listen, that's one of my favorite movies. And then when he played in what was that movie with Girls Trip? Was it Girls Trip? Yeah. Is he in Girl Strip? Yeah. Yeah, he is in Girl Strip. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my He's God, fine. my girlhood trembled. Listen. Um, Halle Berry, Grace Jones, of course, and I know we missed miss some people, but if you have anybody you want to throw on our list, hit us up on Talk About It Tuesday. Yeah, and kind of going back and um, with still talking about black media, I really want to talk about In Living Color. Not yeah, In Living Color. Living color? No, oh. living single. Sorry. Oh, okay. I, no. thought, I was like, sorry. Excuse me. Living single aired August twenty second, nineteen ninety three. Now, okay. those who are millennials and have watched it, they know the concept of the show. Mm-hmm. Six best friends living in an apartment building. You have the different characteristics. Now, here comes around thirteen months later. Let me get that exact date. Excuse me. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thirteen months later, September twenty second, nineteen ninety four. All of a sudden, Friends airs Ooh. with the same motherfucking concept. That's me sipping my tea. Mm. Can we talk about cultural appropriation? Ooh, but not really. But you know, it's in the content. Mm-hmm. But, you know, um, but they ripped off Living Singles show concept. Uh, like I said, the six friends living in the same apartment building. Um, all the way down to the character profile um, with Phoebe the airhead and um, all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Just, yeah. I didn't even really think about that. Yeah. But I knew it was not. I knew they were similar. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. With the, the different friends, you know, messing with each other and intermingling and basically the concept they, they so saw. which one lasted longer friends lasted longer yeah friends lasted longer than living single i of think course. a lot of the um uh, positive shows kind of phased out mm-hmm. for one reason or another but we all know the real reason but this basically highlights the tendency of white hollywood to profit and copy the ideas of black entertainment 
it happened all the way from like we were talking about in the last episode um what's his name elvis presley mm-hmm. um even he, betty boop yeah betty oh yeah betty boop was betty based, boop off was based of, on the black yeah, woman I yeah i learned that and they yeah. wh- literally whitewash her literally literally whitewash her and i was like y'all got some fucking nerves but you know what that's just how they roll that's how they roll Mm, mm, mm. Uh, but to just kind of continue on the topic of black TV shows in the '90s being less toxic than they are now, can mm-hmm. we talk to, talk about some toxic TV shows that we have today? A lot. Loving hip hop. I'm just gonna say every time I watch that show, I lose brain cells. Okay. And loving hip hop has produced some actual like stars now. Cardi B. Yeah. But can we talk about how they always in the studio, but I never hear their music? Literally. Always in the studio. Yeah. Everybody on the show is always in the studio. Cardi B is the only one who I've ever heard music from. Except for Young Jock. Young Jock was popular before that, but I haven't well, heard any of his new stuff. Yeah, that's, but I'm talking about like that got fame from Love and Hip Hop. True, true, true. But, um, yeah. Love and Hip Hop is so problematic. It... I mean, of course, side chick culture has always been a thing. There's always been an issue with monogamy. There's mm-hmm. always been the downfall of monogamy. The fucking, uh, what do you call it? Kryptonite yeah. of monogamy. But I feel like it amplifies it and it makes it to where people are more accepting of it because they see it so much. Yeah. Um, I think it also perpetuates the idea that black women are loud and messy and that yes. black, black men, like you said, can't be faithful. and Colorism. Oh my god, yes, can we please talk about Oh, colorism? it's so prevalent in black media um, We've had issues with um, What's his name, Tiger um, And recently What's that guys, Tory Lanez Was um, seen In a footage asking Well, demanding that The model in his video Be swapped out for a lighter one. Oh, yeah I didn't see this. Yeah. I don't listen to Tory uh, Lanez anyway, but I won't be listening anymore. <laughs> yeah. Even my wife and kids, when they first aired the first pilot, um, the daughter, um, Claire, uh-huh. was originally was dark skinned. And had 4C hair. Had 4C hair. And then all of a sudden, we have this light skinned, curly haired girl. Ooh. That's Claire. Yeah. Like three, four episodes in. And I feel like. The original Claire was less ditzy than... She was less ditzy. And I was like, oh, so we were supposed to just not even talk about yeah. the fact that y'all switch... Which I know that happens a lot in pilots. They'll run with the certain um, actors first and then somebody, you know, better will come around. Yeah. But I think that's such an issue in the black community that we need to stop. Yes, we really that. do. As a light-skinned person, mm-hmm. I... It really upsets me sometimes. I'm just like, can we just get some chocolate people in the room? Yeah. Like, I love being, I love, I love it. I love being in the space. I love being chosen for things. I love mm-hmm. being on stage. But where are all the dark skinned people? Mm-hmm. Like, where are all the yeah. beautiful chocolate skinned people to come on these stages yeah. to be in these TV shows, these musicians? Like, and I and I've had the argument and I've heard the argument that we went down a list of very prevalent. African American um, actors and actresses, why aren't they coming together to create more opportunities for these things to happen? Mm-hmm. But a lot of them are. A lot of them are, um, but it's not happening. Like 
Denzel Washington. Oh my goodness. Um, the the director of Get Out, Jordan, Jordan Peele. Peele. Um, Jordan Peele. He said he refuses to cast a white lead in mm-hmm. his movies, and I love that. Yeah, but I, it's not and happening so- on a wide scale. And see, a lot of that is Hollywood. A mm-hmm. lot of that is. But they have they have money. They have money. That true funding is have, not an issue. But you have to think about the politics of Hollywood, mm-hmm. wherein a lot of what people want to produce is owned by somebody else. True. So you still have to jump through that hoop of... Well, then you have the argument that Tyler Perry has his own production. Exactly, and that's what people yeah. should be doing. But Tyler Perry came from literally nothing. He did. He, he and, did, and, and a lot of people did. Brought but, it up and... Yeah, he has his own production, um, like the... What's it What's it called? It's Tyler Perry Productions. No, 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 oh, no. Production not his studio? Yeah, his studio, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, he, he owns all of it, yeah. and I think that's incredible. Yeah. But you also have to look at Tyler Perry's roster of who he's cast in his movies. Yeah, it but wasn't I'm, until lately that he started casting people that weren't the people that were in his place, which is incredible, yeah, and I love that. Yeah. And I love um, Tamla Mann and David Mann and like all the people that have acted mm-hmm, in his movies. Mm-hmm. But it was great to see that when I think it was, um, well, I can do battle by myself. I believe is that that's the one that ty- that Taraji Henson was is in. in that which was, was a terrible. great movie. That was terrible. It was great. It was terrible. I mean, I liked it. Okay. It was a Medea movie. We'll agree to disagree. That's fine. Yeah. That's okay. But it was nice to see somebody that wasn't the same people that was always in the movies. Mm-hmm. It was nice to see the growth yeah. and the change. But my thing is, I want to see it on the, on a wide scale. I want to see them at least coming together to create more opportunities um, for young black actors. Because, I mean, for a while, we only had the Sanaya Lathans, the Morris Chasenuts, the Tay Diggs. Mm-hmm. Um always playing in the black rom-coms mm-hmm. um i also think that now there's such a um a resurgence of older actors mm-hmm. that are popping up out of nowhere yeah and people are breaking into the industry a lot older yes so young actors like myself mm-hmm. are like well me too but also there aren't really any roles for us anymore mm-hmm. Uh, which is interesting to think about. Yeah. I always get cast as somebody older than myself. I, mm-hmm. I re- very rarely get cast as somebody that's in his 20s. Mm-hmm. I usually will get cast as somebody oh, in their 30s Gabrielle or 40s. Oh, Gabrielle Union. We didn't mention her. Oh, yeah, Gabrielle yeah. Union. Yeah. I forgot about her. Yeah, Gabrielle Union, Jada Pickett-Smith. Deliver Us from Eva. Yes. Um, yeah. Will Smith. But will Smith, yeah. Will Smith is a big one. Um, we also have the argument about whether or not Will Smith is typecast. I don't think Will Smith's a typecast. I think he just plays Will Smith in every movie. Oh my god! And that the is disrespect. no shade at the all. Shade. I love Will Smith. I love Will Smith, but it's the same thing with like Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner is Kevin Kevin Costner in every movie. It does not. It doesn't. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, fuck. What is the? I can't even think of the word. It doesn't do anything to. I almost said demonetize like this is YouTube. Oh, <laughs> to negate their talent. Mm-hmm. They're still talented actors. They just play the same character, the same style of acting in um, every uh, movie. I don't agree because like we were when we were having our debate off, you know, off the mic. We were talking about his role in Ali, his role in Seven Pounds, mm-hmm. his role in Pursuit of Happiness. 
wasn't the same. Now I, I will give you Hancock. I love Hancock. That movie is so bad. Oh my god, it's so bad. It's good. Uh, Hancock and I Am Legend. I Am Legend is like a great movie. No, no, but I'm talking about oh. his acting style. I Am Legend. I can Hancock, see. I can see boys in the uh, or not boys in the bad boys. Um, name another Will Smith movie <laughs> like Independence Day. Independence Day. Six Degrees of Separation. Do not say that he played the same character. He's Will Smith in Six Degrees of Separation. I haven't seen it, so I can't say that. You as a queer black man? I also haven't seen Paris is Burning, which is like... Oh, I haven't seen that either. Yeah, I should no. probably be burned at the stake for no. not having seen... And can we ask... Can we take this out the black box and yes. burn it? The... Having to say, oh, I'm the black Bill Gates... Or the black Miller, Miller, Marilyn Monroe. Oh, I love um, that. Yes, take that. Can, shit can out we the take that shit out the black box? Because we have a black Marilyn Monroe. Her name is Dorothy Dandridge. Have y'all never heard of Dorothy Dandridge? Lena Horne. Uh. Vanity. Um. Let me. Let me go. Let me find some keep more. Going, keep going. Can keep we, going. Can we go down the list? Um. What about? What about? What about Josephine Baker? Mmm. A notable black queer woman Lottie the Body Graves oh wait a minute Tony Elling can, can we it's so many Miss Topsy can you do your damn research can we stop <laughs> fucking glory even though Marilyn Monroe was a beautiful woman in her side chick loving right <laughs> so she was black I'm no kidding. I'm kidding I'm kidding I had to make the joke no um but yeah, can we But the Good Sis is not the only notable black um I hate to use the word sexual, but like sex icon. Yeah. There's so many black pinup models or actress. Who was that... the woman that Betty Boop is based on? Oh, that I is... never can remember her name. Yes, Betty Boop was boop, whitewashed. Boop, just fuck. Boop. My mom loves Betty Boop. Let me look that up. Uh, while Shisha is looking that up, I almost forgot what we were talking about. We were arguing about a Will Smith. Oh, yes. Um, I just... There are certain inflections or certain things about Will Smith that are always the same in every movie. He's like the opposite of Angela Bassett. Still talented, still incredible, still a noteworthy actor, but... I've seen. I'm his, sorry. Who'd you say? He's the opposite of Angela Bassett. Who? Will Smith. Oh. I'm sorry. I was looking. I was reading, <laughs> and then I heard you say, "I thought you were slaughtering somebody else's name." But I was ready to so they got down the fence real quick. I'm still talking about Will Smith. I'm still talking about no, Will Smith. No, and I love him, and he was great as a genie, but he was Will Smith. Like I still haven't seen that yet. The movie is garbage. For all intents and purposes, it's cute. They tried it. They cast it correctly. The woman playing Jasmine was great. The guy playing Aladdin is fine as hell. Um, but not as good. The singing was atrocious from everybody but Jasmine. And Will Smith as the genie, which I thought would be the worst part of the movie, was by far the best part of the I was kind of nervous about it because... Um Robin Williams is the genie. Is the genie. 
he was an amazing actor. God rest his soul. But those were some huge fucking shoes to fill. I feel like Will Smith was like halfway in him. Okay. I feel like he definitely did a fantastic job, but nobody will ever. But I can't see anyone else doing it. I personally uh-huh. wish that they had just taken a CG. Robin Williams yeah. CGI yeah. the fuck and did it that way. Yeah. But um, back on Betty Boop, um, she was orig- initially drawn, drawn, or drawn, whatever. I can't talk today. Drawn, drawn by uh, Max Fletcher, the uh, creator of Betty Boop. But it was a character of Ellen Helen Kane. Um, she Who was gorgeous. Oh my goodness, gorgeous. We're gonna post a picture of her. Yes, yes, but um, yeah. They stole her and they whitewashed the fuck out of her. Yep. So back to what we were originally talking about, um, black media today. It, I think it, it keeps the horrible black stare. I mean, we, me as black people, we have so many stories to tell about ourselves. Uh huh. Um, there's so many different flavors of black people. But what I would really love to see from black media is pre-slavery um, stories about black people. Black people. Um, let's get a story about Mansa Munza. Yeah. Um, if you don't know who Mansa Munza is, he was the Malian king of the, the hugest empire in Africa. The richest man in history. Mansa Munza. Um, we, Look him up. Yeah. Can we have a fucking... Uh, Egyptian movie with some um, fucking characters are not white, please. I can we just while we're on the topic of Egyptian movies, The Prince of Egypt. Everybody's like, oh my god, that's the only movie that got it right. Half the voice cast is white. Yeah. So fuck out of my face with that bullshit. I'm sorry. Like even though you know you fuck with the big boys now, it's a bop though. I mean, yes. Yeah. It is. Yeah. But don't tell me that it's the only movie that did it right. That did it right because no, still, I mean, technically they didn't do yeah, it right. Yeah, I mean visually, yes. Visually, yeah, like anybody can create cartoon characters. <laughs> but no, I get, I get what you're saying. I and I agree. Um, what were we talking about? Movies of pre-slavery. Oh yeah, pre-slavery. Um, there is a movie coming out starring Chadwick Boseman. Allegedly, I don't know how true the rumors I'm are. About Twenty Two Bridges. Oh. Oh, never mind. Go ahead. No, I'm talking about uh, about the first Black Samurai. Oh yeah, I've been yeah. hearing and that. Chadwick Boseman, I believe, yeah. either in talks or is going to play the leading yes. role, which I am super excited about because yes. I didn't even know there were Black Samurais. I didn't even know that either. Do you know how bad I wanted to be a samurai as a kid, as a nerdy what? little black boy? I wanted to be a fucking ninja. I used to want to be an assassin. Yes. Oh, yeah. I wanted to just kill people. <laughs> <laughs> Not in a, a psychopathic black stereotype way, but but in the way of I can make money to kill people. This who are is my mad. profession. Yes. Yes. Uh, Snipe the fuck out of somebody with a kunai. All right. But no, we were so much more. We are so much more than drug dealers, prostitutes, loud black women, comedy slaves. Movies. Um, oh my goodness, please. We know this story. Tell the stories that we don't know. Let's hear stories about Dorothy Dandridge. Let's hear stories about Mansa Munsa. Let's hear stories about Hannibal that damn near wiped out the Roman Empire. The Rom- was, yeah, the Roman Empire. Let's talk about um, 
fucking Othello, how he was black. Let's talk about the black Moors. I um, love Othello. Mm-hmm. It's produced here in St. Louis frequently. Mm. Somebody just did Othello. Did it do Othello right? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Um, the guy that casts Othello is probably one of the most talented actors I've ever gotten a chance to work with. Mm. And I was like, that is the perfect choice for Othello. Okay. Um, but also... When you look back at Shakespeare, mm-hmm. fucking Shakespeare was writing black characters. Now, granted, yeah, this is Shakespeare's time, but and black is... people aren't necessarily that good. But yeah. even during Shakespearean times, to be either too dark or too pale, uh-huh. you fucked up. Yeah, they were racist against their own people. Yeah, so like I did a show called um, almost at Antony and Cleopatra. Wow, that is not the show that I was in. I was in Titus Andronicus. Oh my goodness, you was totally off. <laughs> and my character is the only black character in the show. Uh-huh. And he's a Moor, and uh, I didn't know what a Moor was, and so I didn't really get the full breadth of the character mm-hmm. until we started running the show. And I was like, oh fuck, they hated these people. Mm-hmm. So they were kind of fucked up anyway, but. Yeah. But stories yeah, they, that need to be told. Yeah, stories that need to be told. Um, if Shakespeare can tell it, you can tell it too, Hollywood. Yes, there's so much more. Um, a movie about Black Wall Street. Of course, it's still about the segregation area, but era. But there's that's. We don't I mean, have but a- I will take a slave movie that's not about what all slave movies are about. Yeah. I'll take a slave movie that is happy and uplifting, which is hard to do because it's slavery, but yeah. about the family dynamic of slaves because mm-hmm. though we were torn from our families though we were strewn across the world yes there were times when families were together and close-knit mm-hmm. and and i would even like we talked about in our last episode i love a story about how black women braided maps in their hair yes i want that movie yeah i want the movie yeah. about fucking I don't know. Give me a Harriet Tubman movie about how she led people to. Yes. There's not a. I don't think there is a movie about Harriet Tubman no. yet. No, they're still fighting the Panera and the twenty dollar bill. Give me a Harriet Tubman movie starring Viola Davis, and I will pay all of my money, every single dime that I have in my bank account to see it. To see it multiple times. Yes. Multiple times. But yeah, there's so many untold stories that we have that do not pertain to drug dealing, that do not pertain to. Um, slavery that do not pertain to the segregation. I mean, yeah, uh, although there are stories that haven't been told that are from those eras, mm-hmm. there's so much more. Black people are so much more complex and than those struggle. stereotypes. Yeah. I'm so tired of the stere- the struggle being like you can't get nowhere if you ain't struggled. Like, okay, yeah. yeah. But also, there are a lot of people who haven't struggled, who are successful and who want to help black people like yeah. help each other lift yeah. each other up yeah and like i said in the last episode i feel like there is a second black renaissance that is happening that no one's talking about can we talk about that please actually let's make that let's make that be the topic or the question of the week yes um let me put it together hold on let me go to the head bam bam i got all these thoughts let me order them <laughs> order amazon them. yes two-day no. shipping please <laughs> I mean, alphabetize and put them in order so it makes sense. Um, while I was talking, I still didn't do it. <laughs> but, oh, what ways are you... Do you agree with the resurgence of the Black re- Renaissance? Do you think that it's something that's happening? If so, 
what are you seeing? What are you experiencing? I was just gonna say, can we add a second part to that? Mm-hmm. I do like that, yeah. Um, I personally am excited for this new wave of black horror movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been a horror, bu- horror movie buff my entire life. Mm-hmm. I was petrified of them as a kid, but I still wanted to watch them. So and I, I can love- do horror films, I just can't do the demons and the ghosts. And that shit because that shit too real for me. Oh, see, that's my shit, and it's real for me too. Like, you know, I walk into a room if I feel any kind of negative spiritual energy, I'm out that bitch. Out, out. But, um, I am really excited, honestly, about Jordan Peele's movies. Like I said in the last, like in the last, um, podcast, I wasn't super impressed by Get Out, but I loved Us, and I love this image of. Not black people as serial killers. Yeah. <laughs> as the Except negative. for Ma. Ma, she was a... But she's not a killer. Okay. Because I, I haven't seen that movie, but I saw the trailer. It was very good, first okay. and foremost. Um, Octavia Spencer, who we didn't mention, but Octavia we Spencer is the shit. Octavia Spencer is one of the most talented women in Hollywood right now. Can we also mention Ryan Coogler, the director of Black Panther? Who is already that- starting on Black Panther 2 fucking West he has the sexiest West Coast accent I have ever heard no disrespect to his wife but goddamn. <laughs> oh my goodness um, and he's 33 years old that's all mm-hmm. come through see this is what I'm talking about these people and that are also directing Space Jam 2 that's coming out okay listen I take issue with that I do too ain't nobody ever typing the original Space Jam I agree. He also directed Creed and Creed 2 and Fruitvale Station. So he's all fantastic movies. Buddy Buddy with Michael B. Jordan. I wonder if. Please get in Michael B. Jordan's ear about loving his black sisters. He says this on in interviews, but I don't think he really lived in that life. But. Um, also, uh, Steve McQueen, a notable black um writer, producer, director. He directed Moonlight. I believe he wrote Moonlight as well. I believe his name is Steve McQueen. Let me look it up before Fact I just be information. Fact checking. Listen. I believe you're correct. Yep, Steve McQueen yep. is a black British man. Mm-hmm. Yes. Stephen Rodney McQueen, CBE. Yeah, CBE. He's 49 years old. Famously talented, stupidly, ridiculously. Also, we got a shout out. Um, wow. Instantly disappeared from my head. Damn. As soon as I was about to say his name. Ooh, that's shameful. Um, I feel real bad because we're talking about black directors. Uh, the Hughes Brothers. Uh, um. the, he's been like quote the black Steven Spielberg even though we're taking that out of the black box um he just won an Oscar I think last year fuck I am the whole black community is shaming me I'm passing it I'm I am hand- shaming you I, no, I don't know I don't know handing in my black card right now oh my goodness um do you win director of the year I believe so yes um why why you is this- for internet what is wrong with my life? I don't know. Black people, I hope y'all are yelling at me right now his name because I feel like I can hear your spirits. Um, fuck. I'm trying to find it because I don't know either and that's horrible. 
I'm like anti award shows too. So I only watch for the dresses. Yeah, the fashion is amazing. Hold on, hold on. And also, while we're on the subject of award shows, my black people, I feel like we struggle so much to be accepted and to assimilate into white culture and of the white things. But I would love, and it, and it has been a, a, a resurgence of, of, of black artists and actresses and actors wearing black lines or black luxury lines but can we can we just make that a thing can we make mm-hmm. that a trend mm-hmm. at the Met Gala I want to hear no fucking um this is by Michael Kors or this is by fucking Louis Vuitton I want to hear some black shit oh, right. um, black shit for your black body Spike Lee I ought to fight you I ought to fight myself I ought to fight you I ought to fight my goddamn self Spike Lee yes there's so many things you could have said that would have made Spike Lee pop up. Listen, head. I couldn't think of literally anything. Like, as soon as I started my sentence to shameful. say, how could we even shameful. forget? Shameful. My mind was like, listen, shameful. you deserve to be shamed by the whole world right now. No. And while we're on the subject of Spike Lee, um, they actually redid, they actually made it into a, um, a series, a Netflix series, She's Gotta Have It, which was popular. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was the 90s, late 80s, 90s. Yeah. Um, I love this. Um, this is one remake that I'm actually happy about. I've heard good things. I, it's on my list. I'm going to kidnap you one day, and we're going to sit the fuck down, and we're going to watch everything that I've told you to fucking do. <laughs> it's a long list. I need to talk to you about these things. It's a long list, okay? I can barely get okay, through it. Okay, we're going to break it down. We're going to start with this, because this the shit, okay? <laughs> we're supposed to start with this. I still have to finish since eight. At least I don't have to worry about missing any more episodes, which I'm upset about, but also like, okay, I can watch it and catch up. Uh, but the actress that plays um, Nola Darling and she has to have it, um, Dewanda Wise, mm-hmm. is amazing. The whole cast is amazing. Um, but her specifically, she's, she's gorgeous and she's talented. And also, she well, sorry. Go ahead. Um, Issa Rae. Issa Rae. And Insecure. We did mention her. Did we? Yes. Oh, and they I also, don't think we did. She's also in this um, HBO show that's upcoming. Hmm. Uh, I believe it's a variety show. Come on and get I that believe, work, me, Issa. Um, let me fact check this. We love a good fact check here. at our The program. Black Lady Sketch Show. <gasps> what? Let me pull up the cast. Oh my god. You got Issa Rae. Okay, we live. And Robin Feed. Okay, I don't know who that is. Mm, I don't know her either. I don't know her. But we're going to find out about her. Okay. Um, but it, it will feature narrative sketches performed by a, call, a core cast of black women, including Feed as well as celebrity guests. So it's going to be, it sounds like it's going to be like a black SNL, uh-huh. which we said we're going to stop saying black you know whatever blah, blah, blah. but yeah. um it sounds like it's going to be on the lines of an snl or mad tv which i miss mad tv mad tv was so good i used to like mad tv more than like saturday night live growing true. up very true me yeah. too yeah Mommy, so french ass name yvonne uh, uh, back your head is ridiculous own that ponytail where your man at is your man getting you mike and ikes on you like mike and ikes <laughs> Where your man is, is he hefty? 
first and foremost, men, don't be like that. Please. So many times. Unless you're trying to be funny. And here goes the Shisha ramp. So okay. many times have I been walking down the street with my fine-ass face and my flat-ass booty. Okay. And I've been catcalled. And sometimes I'm just, we just not in the motherfucking mood. No matter how slick, suave, whatever the fuck you think you are. Sometimes it ain't the time nor the place. Mm-hmm. And I respect my boundaries. Yes. But my favorite thing is when somebody is like, you know, trying to smooth talk me and cat call me and whatever. Like, hey, mommy, what's good? Blah, blah, blah. Or big mama, I hate that shit, whatever. Uh, but when I reject them, I'm all kind of fat bitches, dark skinned bitches, nappy head bitches. But what you was trying you to be to... all up in this big fat bitch panties. <laughs> you was just this trying to drown in this ocean. Nice bitch, like just. Okay, so can we rid that? Can we just get rid of that? Can yeah. we respect boundaries? A, don't cat call. And stop fucking telling me to smile. I have a resting bitch face. Okay? My face is tired. I'm fine as fuck, but my face is resting. People, bitch, leave it alone. People <laughs> that make me laugh actually have used all of the musculature in my face, and it's not yes. for you. I have been tired being at work all day um, in this white culture. And this anti-black culture that keeps asking me if my natural hair is professional, which it is because that's how it grows on my motherfucking scalp. And Becky, we don't talk about how your straight ass, plain ass, oily ass hair grows out of your fucking scalp. So leave my shit be, okay? Fuck right the fuck off, Rebecca. Okay. From customer service. Mm. Um, But yeah, I've been dealing with that all day. I've been... Code switching and raising the octave of my voice so I sound more professional, more palpable to your white ears so I don't create white fear. Um, so when I'm walking down the motherfucking street and I got a bitch ass resting bitch face on, leave me the fuck alone, okay? <laughs> Unless I turn around. Now, there has been some instances where I've been catcalled and I'm just like, mm, leave me the fuck alone. I turned around and he was a zaddy and I changed my tone. But give me the opportunity to change my motherfucking mind, okay? Other than that, leave me the fuck alone. And rant. And rant. Um, but the shenanigans question of the day. I'm letting Darius take this song. I'm throwing you under the bus. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, uh, hold up. Wait a minute. Let me put some vamping in it. And while he's thinking of that, don't forget to follow us on our social media accounts. We are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify. SoundCloud and Google Podcasts. Now on Facebook, Instagram, all of that we're Urban Proper uh, Podcasts. On Twitter, we are Urban underscore Proper. So go follow us. Come talk to us. We don't bite. Um, We don't bite. We don't bite just on the regular. I mean, in our private lives, we might. A little bit. Um, A nibble here and there. I mean, if you a snack, I mean, can you blame us? I mean, of course we're going to bite you with consent. But... (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Consent first, bite later. Consent first, bite second. (laughs) (laughs) I need to write that down. I need to write that down. I am just a think motherfucking thing. Yes. Um, So, I think I have composed a... um, 
an accurate shenanigan question for this week. <laughs> oh, shit, I'm scared. Um, uh, <laughs> let me make sure I got my thoughts to order properly. Black people. I'm scared. I'm gonna keep this real. Nah. Um, nah. Nah. I'm gonna nah. keep it real simple. I'm gonna keep it real simple. But I'm gonna ask my black people. I forgot, I forgot what you're ready to do. When your grandma asked you to go get a switch off the tree. Oh, Jesus. What size switch you gonna get? See, you- I fucking tried it. Okay? <laughs> I fucking tried it before. Because, like, I was like. Growing up, I was partially raised with my grandma, part you know, with my you know, my grandma helped my mom out because I have a, I have a young mom, mm-hmm. I have a teenage mom. So, um, but I tried it. I tried getting the thinnest motherfucker switch. Um, that motherfucker gonna hurt. Any switch is gonna hurt, but that thin ones, I feel like those thin ones like take you the entire fuck out. Yep. Like no. So let us know. Hit us up on Talk About It Tuesday. Let us know what size switch you're going to get off the tree. Oh, and then on top of that, let's make this a double question. Oh, okay. All right. What was your parents, mother or father's favorite weapon? <laughs> I shouldn't say weapon. That's the first thing that came to mind. What was the weapon of choice? What was the weapon of choice for whoopings? I got whooped with just about everything. <laughs> Switches, extension cords, trees. I remember coming inside from minding my goddamn business, being outside all day. It got me in a cool shower. Was I probably was about seven to eight, jamming whatever the hell song was in my head. Shower curtain come flying open. I'm getting beat with my own goddamn face towel. Oh my god! I don't remember what I did to this day. Mama, help me out. What the hell did I do? (laughs) Um, Switches, belts, shoes. I don't, I've never got beat with an extension cord. I, I've given, now I've never given an extension cord whooping, but uh-huh. I've seen a few extension cord whoopings yeah. in my day. I was a goody two shoes as a kid. I've only ever gotten one whooping in my entire life. See, me, and I think my, we talked about unlearning things, mm-hmm. but I think they really had to break me because I was very, very vocal when I was younger, mm-hmm. which is problematic because you can teach your child to be vocal. But also teaching them to be respectful. Uh-huh. I think there's a thin line, especially in the black community, with voicing your opinion is considered disrespectful. Talking back. But it's really not when you think about it. They're people. Your kids are trying to become themselves. Mm-hmm. themselves. Mm-hmm. Let them be themselves in the perimeter of being respectful. Yep. But um, that was my problem. I, the first thing came to my mind. I'm saying it. So I was like, get popped in the mouth. Mm-hmm. Sound um, like my sister. Yeah, I remember this one instance. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. Why the fuck I said it? I'm not gonna say it because it's embarrassing as fuck to my mother. But I, why the fuck I said it? But I got, I got a nice ass whooping. I got a nice ass whooping. Um, I remember one time when I was little, my brothers got a whooping with a wiffle ball bat. Mm. Uh, because my mom had these giant, this like giant fork and knife, like wooden thing that was hanging up on the walls, and she had taken them down. Mm-hmm. My brothers were sword fighting with them across the house. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. That was pretty great. Have you ever heard of a home home run whooping? No. Where everybody in the whole family whoop your ass? 
I've never experienced that. I have not. Like I said, I've only gotten one whooping in my entire life, but it has definitely been a threat. I don't think it's ever happened to anybody. See, and I have, I have a, a new nephew. I have a nephew. He's a first grade baby um, in our family. And I he lives. they live in Dallas. And I said, if he ever does something messed up, I'm going to whip him. His mother was like, yeah, and if he and if he come home and you tell me, I'm going to whip him. And then his maybe was like, yeah, and then I whoop his ass too. So I guess that's all. It's a home, no, that that is essentially yeah. a home run so, whooping yeah. when multiple people in the family will be Can we white. bring that back? <laughs> Can we bring back whoopings? Because these, I feel like these kids are getting out of hand. And there's a difference between abuse and whoopings. Now, abuse is just like, just molly whop and throw your kids upstairs, bite some of your kids. Whoopings or set or fucking um civilized, okay? On the butt. Yes. On the butt, pop on the hand, pop in the mouth. We not on looking with for the shits. No black eyes, no welts. Oh, and then it used to be a community thing. If you out in public and somebody see your child doing wrong, you beat their ass and tell their parents. Nowadays, I ain't never heard no shit like that before. Hold up. Back, back, back in the 50s and 60s. Oh, because I'm like, hold up. 70s. Wait a minute. Yeah. Let me put some church in that shit. But there used to be more of a community. True. Yeah. yeah. And of it course you don't want somebody just picking on your kid, beating their ass for no reason, for every little thing they do, for breathing wrong. But I think the having that fear or having that structure or lack thereof is what's wrong. I think we need to disconnect. I think we need to talk about the disconnect between black people and their neighbors. Because I know for a fact, I don't ever want to talk to my neighbors. Ever. I And it's something that's kind of been instilled in me since I was a kid. I don't want to know you people. I don't care about your life. No, I have I've also had some shitty neighbors, too. I've had, in the past, I've had some shitty neighbors. But I have one neighbor that I frequently talk to. Um... I speak to my neighbors when I see them. Same. Um, but as far as like formal, like you know, you go come in my house, shit. No, 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 no. But uh, yeah, I think it's important to know your neighbors and know who's around you, um, just for safety reasons, and you know, to form a community as well. Uh, especially if you have you know young children and things like that, because if you were neighborly and you have a relationship with your neighbor. They're going to want to look out for you. And vice versa. So. Yes. Um, shall we do our black-owned business spotlight for this episode? Sure. Do you have one? Um, I do, actually. Okay. And um, he is a local filmmaker um, who's actually gaining a lot of notoriety. Hold on just a second. Let me make sure I get all of the tea correct. Okay. And while you're doing that, I'm just going to take the mic for a second. And I want to talk about this financial literacy app that Nas and Will Smith are backing. That um, hasn't been a name for it as of yet from my information that I currently have. But we definitely talked about financial literacy um, a few episodes ago. And I think that's something that we need to keep continuing um, while Darius is still looking up, I want to propose a challenge for you guys. Um, we're talking about financial literacy. Do you want to have a going forward, start a savings account challenge, uh, which we do weekly check in? Um, let me know your guys' thoughts on that. So, yeah. Um, and now that I have the information pulled up, perfect segue. 
Um, his name is David Kirkman, and he locally and solely produced um, a film, a short film called Static, starring all local talent. If I'm, if I remember correctly, um, and it was like apparently the film was made for three thousand dollars. I'm pretty sure that if you are listening to this podcast and you're in the St. Louis area, you have heard about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's played at the Tivoli. Um, and it's just gaining, the film itself is gaining a lot of notoriety. So we want to shout out David Kirkman and the film Static and all of the amazing talent that was in that, all local talent. Um, and a local black man making movies. Yeah, shout out to him. Yes. Um, so yeah, she, uh, I think it's time for uh, Once or Hellas. Once or Hellas. What? Once or Hellas. I started off last time. Feel free. So petty. I sure am. Damn. Okay, so give me a few seconds. Oh, you take your time, good sis. I'm just gonna go down the, down the list of notable black uh, actors, and we're gonna talk about Winter Ellis. Okay. <laughs> John Witherspoon. Once. Yeah. Once, just once. Samuel L. Jackson. I'm a little torn on this one. For the swag alone. Exactly. Samuel L. Jackson, no, we can argue that he's the same. He's Samuel L. Jackson every fucking role he plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's not a bad thing. Absolutely. But from the swag alone, Hellas. Yeah. Yeah. Hellas. Denzel Washington. Hellas. In one I day. Agree. One day, same day as Samuel L. No, Hellas. No, I'm just <laughs> I mean, I ain't opposed. Oh my goodness. Um, Viola Davis. See, Viola Davis is the type of woman that I would take out on a nice dinner, court her for several months and or years, propose in the most romantic of ways, uh-huh. and then proceed to do Hellas. Hellas? Yes. Hellas. Yes. I agree. I agree. Angela Bassett. Hellas. 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 Same, Same situation. Same treatment. Same situation. Hellas. I would let that woman do just about anything to me. Ooh, you nasty. I'm just Lupita. stating the facts. Lupita? Mm-hmm. Yes. Hellas. Hellas. Yeah. At the same time, preferably. Mm-hmm. I also left out. Oh my goodness! How did I leave Mbaku out of this list? Oh, oh my God! What is his name? Uh, it escapes me right now. We're having. I don't know why we have this phenomenon when we're recording that we just can't. Everything that we're saying, we're trying to get it out at the same time, <laughs> and it just doesn't happen. <laughs> Winston Duke. Winston Duke. Hellas dressed as Mbaku. Alex. Dressed as himself. Yes. Not dressed at all. All the above. Ice Cube. Hellas. 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 Eddie Murphy. Once. Once too. Cause his laugh kills me. What kills if he was one of the people that laughs when he comes? But while we talking about Eddie Murphy, kind of backtracking a little bit, Eddie Murphy did create a lot of films, black films for people like Harlem Nights, Boomerang, the, um, the Nutty Professor remakes, the Nutty Professor remakes, Coming to America, um, 
Norbit. Um, you said Doctor Doc- Doolittle. Nope, Doctor Doolittle. Um, Donkey. Oh my goodness. He didn't create that film. But yeah, 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 Shrek. Uh, he also played Mulan. What did the voice character Mulan design on your family? Design on you. on your cow. Yeah. So yeah, be more like Eddie Murphy people, okay? Um, but back to what the hell is Tyler Perry? Once. 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 I would just see Medea. I would see Medea. Even in um, Why Did I Get Married? Uh-huh. The whole time I'm like, this is Medea Light. This is Medea Light. Yep. This is Medea Light. I can't. Not Medea Light. Yeah, I'm like, she a free. He tried to have this like little sexy moment. I just threw up yeah. in my mouth. Okay. I'm not saying that he's an unattractive person. I just don't feel him on a sexual level. I feel that. Um, Michael Ely. Hella ha ha. Hella ha ha. Ha ha. Mm. My first male crush looked like Michael Ely. Really? Light green eyes, light skin. The only thing he was missing was the hair. I think his eyes are blue though. I think that might change color. I don't know. Either way, his eyes was light as fuck and he looked like Michael Ely and I wanted to have sex with him before I knew what sex was. Mm. Issa Rae. Hellas. 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 I feel like Issa Rae is like I want her to be my friend in real life. Her fact, and I was too. about to say that. I would like that's where I was going with that. Was, yeah. I feel like Issa Rae would be the type that I would like try to, but then be so cool with her that I'd be like, damn, I feel like you're my sister now, and I can't. Yeah, I've had some friendships where I'm like, I want to, maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't, maybe for the one time. Can I maybe? No, but yeah, um, Chris Summer. Back in our prime. She's still fine. Hellas. Yeah. Danny Newton. Hellas. Martin Lawrence. Once. Hellas, because he is funny. That's back not enough his, for me. Back in his prime during Martin. Mm-hmm. Martin and Thin Line. Yeah, I mean, he had a little swag, yeah. but like, he, I don't know. Nah, just once. Just once for me. That makes me sad. I'm sorry. LeVar Burton. Hellas. 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 Something about that man is so sexy. Yeah. I don't understand. Grace Jones. Hellas. I feel like she been done some shit. Listen, her and Boomerang and Sean J. Mm-hmm. Literally, I didn't understand the sexual energy, but I wanted to be her. Nobody can. I wanted. I wanted a bunch of white men to carry me into a building like I was a fucking empress. Yep. That shit. I, I wanted to ride, have a chariot pulled by white motherfucking slaves. <laughs> oh. I would, if any, if I have any opportunity to create any moment in black media history, it would be, it would be that, that moment. That is the moment. As the big bitch that I am. That's the only moment. The only moment. Yeah. Actually, Lizzo, let me pass that to you because you already in the limelight. If you, for every reason, listen to some of his podcast, the next award show that you do, you need, need to have you a Sean J moment. Yes. 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 Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. 100% agree. Yes. <laughs> James Earl Jones. And his prime, Hellas. Hellas. He was fine as oh, fuck back in the day. That voice. Yep. 
honestly, he could just be like, walk up to me and be wanting to hit on me, but just say, hi, how you doing? And I would be naked. Him, Method Man is also a great actor. Mm. Method Man. Oh. I just imagine that gif when that girl like throws her head back, but then it's like, oh, she's pixelized. Uh-huh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. that's what he does to me. Mm-hmm. Um, that man. Oh, that man. Mm. Yeah. I don't know what it is. He, it, it's kind of like the same with LeVar Burton. No, I know what's sexy about LeVar Burton. I don't know what it is about Method Man, but he's just fine. Oh, my gosh. Yes, he is. Um, but I think that's all I have for Once a Hell List. Okay. Yeah. And we want to hear your Once a Hell List. Um, we want to see your Once a Hell List post when you're out on vacation and you're doing some crazy shit that's out of the black box. We want to see that. We want to see your black box challenges. Yes. We want to see your fresh cut Fridays. We want yes. to talk about the show on Tuesday. We want to hear feedback from you guys. We want to hear feedback. And on Thursday, we want y'all to think about what we're going to talk about on the next episode. Yes. Okay. And then, you know, when you out to brunch with your homegirls, your homeboys, your crew, we want to see them delicious bites you biting on. Yes. And we also want to see those risky texts you send at 11 a.m., 12, 12 p.m. and 1 p.m. We want to see them are you up in the middle of the goddamn day on let Sunday me, texts. Let we me want see, to see that those. what you doing. We want to see those screenshots. Yeah, hey, big head. Yeah. Okay. Then what you doing, I'm lit. Come through. Like, we want to see that. We want to see all that shit. Yes. Yes. We, yes. Want, we want the interaction because... Yes, we do this because we like having conversations and mm-hmm. um, we do this, you know, but ultimately we do this for you guys. Yeah. And we want feedback. We want to hear what you like, what you don't like. We want to know what y'all want us to talk about. Like yeah. we are an endless wealth of knowledge. Yeah. But sometimes that wealth runs dry. Sometimes. Sometimes, you know, we'd be like, okay, what are we talking about today? You know, and minus the, the ADD moments that we have when we slip in and out. Well, know? yeah, because then yeah. we get lost in the Facebook loop of watching videos. Yeah. But, you Because, know. you mean, essentially, we're still millennials. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. But that's all I got. What do you got? Um, I don't got much. You don't got much? Mm-hmm. Like, I'll reiterate. Follow us on our social media. Twitter, underscore. Oh, sorry. Twitter <laughs> is urban, underscore, proper there you go instagram is urban proper podcast facebook is also urban proper podcast and youtube is urban proper podcast yes and i know we've had a lot of feedback on why we're not on itunes itunes is a bitch in a hoe we are struggling and fighting with itunes to get on there um, but I think it's an issue of them revamping their yeah, um, iTunes. I, all of yeah. their whole shit. Apple is doing some stuff. So we are not on iTunes still. We will let you guys know ASAP when we are on iTunes. We but on it. for all of y'all that re- so rely on iTunes, we are on several different platforms. Yeah, <laughs> we own them near everything because we want you guys to be able to have access to us. Yes, yeah, Spotify, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud. SoundCloud, and YouTube are the places to access our podcast. Yes. Um, so make sure you hit us up. Make sure you talk to us. We want to hear from y'all. Yeah. And um, tell us what you think about our Buy Heidi Thotty shirt. Sorry. Yes. Do you oh, want- I just wanted to shout out D Bear by Oh, dear Lord in heaven. Whatever could it be? So, taking the mic, we just had um, Pride Weekend here in St. Louis. Um, 
That was June 29th. June 29th, Saturday 29th. D-Dare Bionic, a.k.a. The Destroyer, a.k.a. Darius, a.k.a. Yeah. my co-host, a.k.a. my very, very, very good friend. Rock the shit out of his performance. Oh, thank you. Yes. So check him out. He has an album out right now. It's on iTunes. It's everywhere. Everywhere. It is on iTunes. <laughs> he got himself on iTunes. My shit is on iTunes. Yes, yes. Uh, but he had a great performance and he also yeah. is in the upcoming St. Louis Fringe with his play, My Infinite Sadness. Uh, I'm so excited. I can't wait. Yeah. It's going to be so much fun. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm the, hogging the mic. Oh, yeah. Now my turn for the <laughs> microphone. The Fringe Festival is August um, 17th through the, just kidding, 16th through the 19th. Mm-hmm. Um, that is Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We perform all three days. Um, and we will be performing our talk about times and dates and all that good stuff when I have more time to put that information together in my head because yeah. <laughs> I can't think about it right now yeah. um, but yes the show is about mental health and depression because it is my personal mission to get all black people educated and ready to handle all mental health issues when they arise oh, yeah. um, the show stars two African American actresses of color uh, super incredibly talented yes Giving those opportunities to our people. Um, so, yes, if you are in the St. Louis area in August, I will give more information. Of course, we'll be posting on social media about it. But super excited. I can't wait. Thank you, Sheesh, for bringing it up. You know, I got a shout out for the <laughs> shout out, you know. Uh, got to bring some recognition. Okay. You know, you're making moves, like real life moves. Actual you don't moves. talk about it, you be about it. This is true. Yay. So shout out to that and shout out to all the creators out there in St. Louis and everywhere. Um, so, yeah, support, support. All right. But I think that's it for us here at Urban Proper for today. Um, we can't wait to give you some new content for next week. So stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned. We'll talk to you all next week. Yes.